Open up your ears and open up your mind They'll reach into your throat and pull out your spine And when the sun blows up and the earth is gone They'll still experience grind with Kyle and Sean I'm not gonna lie, I really love the idea of that EXP uh, jam shirt And like what you said, oh, yeah. with giving yourself like full chocolate milk stats that would be, dude. I have been salivating about that, and I just gotta, I gotta find like one person who's really good at doing like sixteen bit graphics and can just turn us into like, or even maybe I can probably find something that can just pixelate us, you know? <clears throat> There's maybe that, or I know that like some you should like Fiverr. Fiverr. Oh, that's the one that does like um, the animated uh, intros, right? They can do like anything that you want, really, for not too expensive. And that's my thing is I don't want to spend next to anything. So <laughs> if I, I think, can figure out how to do it, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> fair enough. Let's let's roll with it, buddy. Yeah, I love it. Exp jam. Uh, yeah, I, dude. I think it would be friggin' awesome. Yeah, like you've got a full stat of chocolate milk. I got a full stat of let's go. And uh, <laughs> next thing you know, it's going to be in everybody's closet because everybody listening to this is going to be like, oh, shit, let me know when you guys do that. And that we will. Be, we're just going to ape it and totally bite that style because that's, uh, that's how you do things nowadays. You don't 100%. stand on your own merit. You just chop in on somebody else's work. Oh, dude, if there's one thing I'm really good at is just surfing on somebody else's coattails. Right. And, oh, man. And if, and if you guys want to find out when this becomes live or becomes a thing, be sure to go to Facebook and follow us at Experience Grind Podcast. You'll get updates there. So thanks in advance. Sean is Let's... the best at uh, plugging everything that we do, and I love that. That guy outside was the best at riding his motorcycle. So sorry for everybody <laughs> everybody that got to hear that. <laughs> was he that good at it? Because it seems no. like he couldn't do it without being extremely loud. Pretty sure he reached like 40 miles an hour still in fourth gear or first gear. So highly doubt it. <laughs> What's going on, Micah? What's up, Micah? Thanks for joining us. We're, we're saying hi to Micah to those listening at a later date because we record these live on Twitch now. So yeah. uh, if you ever want to hang out and, you know, ask some questions while we're recording, come hang out. Uh, I've got to see. I'm sorry. I was just about to say, I've got to say, this has been really so much fun recording live with people just sending us messages and stuff. It's It's been awesome. And the more people hopping in here, the better. I, I think, yeah, there is definitely like a limit, though, you know, like yeah. on amount of people in a chat to where it's like at a point like you can't do anything really. Absolutely. <laughs> I could tell last week as we were talking about. Uh, the movie uh, Sonic, and Andrew's just asking about like politics. I'm like, nope, can't talk about exactly. that one right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm totally not getting into that. And we can also yeah. be selective on what we, we don't have to acknowledge if you're in the chat <laughs> throwing up anything. That's at our discretion. But yes, please come hang out. Uh, yeah, because then we, you get to be here. Oh, go ahead. I was I was just about to say we definitely appreciate it and if you uh feel like stopping in dropping some bits dropping a subscription it's all uh we very much so appreciate it I mean that all of that support goes a long way towards the show so thank you everybody who do join us drop uh bits subscriptions all of that and I hope you guys keep coming back and listening 
the uh, the people that do hang out here with us, you know, they get they get to be here live. Like when I talk to you about the picture you posted earlier today of a young child, you in this yeah. bitchin' ass Dale Earnhardt shirt. <laughs> Bitchin' ass Dale Earnhardt shirt. One of those, okay, you, you remember those like bead necklaces things that just had a clasp at the end that it just like the bead locked into? I had like a oh, choker yeah. made out of that. So choker made out of that, a Dale Earnhardt shirt, my B-ass red hair. Like sure people was. don't even People don't even realize that I'm actually a ginger because my hair isn't like that anymore. And so when people see that, I sent that to somebody earlier and they go, red, red, holy <laughs> shit, your hair is red. And I am doing that, the um, full on caps lock version of them reacting to that as best as I can. You can, uh, uh, you can definitely still see the red when you had that mustache and you look like Freddy Krueger pre-fire. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my fucking god! You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! It, uh, who Haley? Uh, something Haley Earl Earl Haley? Jackie Earl Haley? Yes, yes. I think that he version was also of him. Rorschach. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm not gonna lie. It's a long movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's- that's the best hot take for Watchmen ever. <laughs> Dude, it's the last movie that I saw in IMAX. No lie. <laughs> like 2008, 2009. It, it was a long time ago. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's that's one, one hell of a one to go out on, I guess. Yeah, probably. It was the one that was like, hey, don't do this again. But yes, the stash comes in kind of red, and other parts of my body come in red. My hair on the top <laughs> of my head. <laughs> not so much my the top of my head's kind of weird like if i shave it down and it's in the light it's like this weird mixture of brown red and like blonde cheetah print all over my head it, it's fucking crazy but yeah i was there in my dill earnhardt shirt that was seventh grade how old are you in that probably like 11 so it's like 1998 1999 probably sure. i think that that photo was taken um I come from a big family of like NASCAR fans, dude. So like nope. what where was that pick at? That was in uh Boston. That, that that is boarding the spirit of Boston like cruise line ship kind of thing. It was such a weird ass uh field trip, dude. Like it, it oh, was a school field trip. Yeah, okay. it was a it was a school trip. We went to Boston and we went to um yeah, laugh away, motherfucker. <laughs> Boston. <laughs> we went to Boston. Of course you did, yeah. So we I went to it. Boston. Which... <laughs> <laughs> so for people that don't exactly know, like I live in Massachusetts, but I live on the other side of Massachusetts. We're like, whenever somebody hears I'm from Massachusetts, they're like, I'm going to park my car. I'm like, yeah. fuck off, dude. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm closer to Albany. Like Albany's 40 minutes away from me, and that's the capital of New York City, or New York, right? And so I'm like, all right, well, whatever. But getting back to the story, we went <laughs> there for some damn reason. We went there to see like the t- there was a Titanic exhibit where they had like parts of the actual ship and okay. shit like that. It was really fucking cool. And from there, we went to like the Boston Aquarium and we ended it on the Spirit of Boston. And like, I just remember being like, 
it, it's like a really small area around here. So my class was only like 28 kids. So it was like 28 of us like packed onto this like cruise ship thing, just sipping Shirley, Shirley temples and like <laughs> thinking we we're the coolest fucking people in the world. That's the best. It, you did all the shit in one day though? Yeah, dude. That's a fucking hella field trip. Yeah. <laughs> you know how many times we went to Boston for a fucking field trip? Too many. Like, so, so how far is Boston from you? Boston's like two and a half hours. It, it's, it's about the same distance to go to either Boston or New York City for me. So, which not a lot of people realize. So I do have a lot of options. One of the cool things about living in a, an area where there's nothing to fucking do you still have nine million awesome things to do like an hour away. And if you travel a little bit further, you got Boston, you got New York City. So it's just like, it's kind of cool. I don't know. And Master Bold Mike in the chat, I am still a masshole. I will take that. Like, uh, so Backwoods, Massachusetts, no matter what, you're still like two hours from New York City. Backwoods, Montana, you're like, Five days from civilization. <laughs> like, there's, there's a huge difference, but... You got to pick and choose where you live, man. Yeah. Like, here... Like, my buddy Mitch. Everybody knows Mitch. I live, like, 40 minutes from him. <laughs> but that that's not even a far distance. That's like getting in the car and just going to your buddy's house. Like... It's, you guys are real crammed up in there. Yeah. It's or, wild to me. Yeah. <laughs> you guys still got... You got Sasquatches out there, right? Um... Yeah, I I wouldn't say that. We've no, got mount, have, we got mountain lions, we got bears, bears everywhere. Looked, are there not Sasquatch Beats? sightings in uh not that I've ever heard of. The the closest thing that I've heard of in terms of like uh supernatural shit and we I was on an episode with you and Ryan for supernatural I shit know, years I remember. years ago and we talked about the Jersey Devil at one point I think and yeah. that was I think oh, like that, the closest thing that's in your neck of the woods to me yeah that's only a couple of hours away how far away are you from Washington Massachusetts Washington Massachusetts yeah. like 20 25 minutes dude in 1983 Sasquatch sighting in Washington Massachusetts that's fucking crazy. My chef at work lives in Washington. See, tell him. Talk to him about Bigfoot tomorrow. I don't want to because he's gonna go home. <laughs> he's gonna go home and research all of this shit, and then like come in and not shut the fuck up about Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> and I love oh, him to death, but man, that's not a talk that I want to have for two months straight because he doesn't drop shit at all. <laughs> oh, I, all right, I get it. But yeah, just know there's a. Uh, oh yeah. Mike says, uh, UFO sightings in the Berkshires. Oh, yeah. So, actually, um, Unsolved Mysteries, I think, came back a, like a year ago on Netflix. And one of those episodes was based in the Berkshires. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. Here. Yeah, I that guy that is an absolute nutcase. The one... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Don't, don't come after me, bro. Uh, but uh, that guy's a fucking looney tune, dude. Do you uh do you remember the show Rescue Nine One One? Was that in your age range? It might have been a little bit outside of yours. Um, I remember knowing the name of it, but I never uh, watched it. Like I couldn't tell you the premise, but I know I've heard it. Yeah, it was it was just like another reenactment show, but they would have people that like 
called 911 and survived. And then they would interview them and then have them get reenacted. Usually like three per show. But anyways, there was a dude from my hometown who got like robbed one night and stabbed a whole bunch. And they like slit his throat and he survived. And they did one on him. Holy fuck. Yeah. Dude, that is not what I thought you were going to go with on that. I'm I not going to lie. Right? Rescue 911, I thought was going to be like a a show about like cats and dogs. And like, <laughs> no, that was hardcore, man. <laughs> it was a hardcore show. You remember the show 50 Ways to Die? Mm-hmm. No, I remember the like, ABC's of Way? No, not that one. This was one where like people like died, but then they like reenacted all the ridiculous ways that they fucking died I like do ca- was it a fox show it was spike tv i want to say that's right okay yeah spike tv had all the weird shit on it was it narrated by the dude from star trek <laughs> which dude first of the, all and second of all dude with no the fucking beard? clue <laughs> you know that dude with the beard oh you're talking no, about? no 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 that that is not the show i know what you're talking about you're talking about riker it's yeah. not that one. It's not that one. The one where he would like come in out of like the smoke and be like, "Yeah." And over here we had this going. <laughs> and no, no, no. That 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 wasn't the show. This is the one where it's just like, yeah. And this person over here thought that uh, a good way to go out would be to cover their entire body with like nicotine patches, and they like died. <laughs> I'm just like, I do what? vaguely remember that. It was on Spike TV. <laughs> it, it was it was kind of crazy. It's not nearly as old as the one that you're talking about. Yeah. The one you're talking like, about is like late 90s, I want to say. Well, yeah, because Spike TV wasn't even a thing when I was younger. That, that yeah. became a channel for dude. What's crazy is that Spike TV lived and died within my lifetime. That's, uh, that's sort <laughs> that's of poetic. Not, that's not around anymore? <laughs> no, Spike TV is gone, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, was it? That had to have been what? Like TNN beforehand? It went from like TNN to like Spike TV or something? I think I maybe something like that. It was one of those like upper cable channels like <laughs> i remember it being around like channel 28 29 oh tnn went to spike tv and now it's the paramount channel that's what micah says so micah brings that up it doesn't paramount have its own streaming service now what the fuck doesn't have its own streaming service sean i everything I don't know. everything Speaking has of- it Speaking of streaming services, um, Amazon just bought uh, shit. MGM. What was it? MGM. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. I think that Prime actually might be like one of those. If you don't have Prime, you might want to get on that because that is a lot of good property. I'm still. I have a lot. I don't have Netflix. I I dropped Netflix a while ago and I haven't missed it. Like yeah, I think we talked about this last week. Like I I dropped it after the last stranger things and i only got it again for stranger things sure they just lost uh twin peaks now too that's gone oh was that the one so i woke up at like four and of course the first thing on my phone was some clickbaity like netflix (laughs) losing like three of the top shows on tv and like i don't care so that was one of them (laughs) what yep one of them was twin peaks is gone there's just i don't know less and less reason to care about that shit I don't care about any of it anyways. I hate it all. Like, I wish it was everything on Netflix, and I just had to log in to one fucking thing, and I could watch whatever I wanted. I wish everything was on HBO Max, because I have that downloaded on everything, and I'm lazy as fuck, and the less that I have to do to watch everything, the better. You know what what I want back? Barry. Where the fuck is Barry? 
Micah knows what's up. Right, Barry should be back, from what I understand. I think they're filming. That makes me so happy. Yeah. I do not even know where that uh, goes from here. Did you guys ever do a season two of Barry? No, we never did. Okay. Uh, Okay. We totally can. I used to always think you were on our Barry season one episode for whatever reason, but you never were. Nope. I wasn't, and I think the reason why you thought that was we would spend every Sunday being like, dude, yeah. no, dude. I think so. And talking about Noho Hank, who is just the absolute best. <laughs> Noho Hank, you want some submarine sandwich? Um, It's not polite. Shit, man. School field trips, though, right? Like, Yeah. Yours kicked ass. Uh, no. I remember... The big one when I was in school. Whatever. You went to the fucking aquarium. This was mine. <laughs> we went we went to fucking Connor Prairie, right? That Which was that? It's just like, it's not anything. It's a place where they built a bunch of fucking log cabins and had people reenact what it was like to live in pioneer times. And then kids would go and just walk around in it. But it wasn't real. It was all fucking fake. <laughs> like, it was never like a historical town. <laughs> you better milk them fucking cows, bro. Yeah. You would just, uh, yeah, they, they had like a butter churning thing. They were like, try to hype you up as a kid. Like, oh, come on. You can churn the butter. Like, I don't want to fucking churn butter. <laughs> the coolest thing you could do was watch the blacksmith. And all he okay. knew how to do was make like these giant hooks that had no practical purpose, but he could just heat metal <laughs> and bend it into a hook. That was what he could do. 30 years later, they sold all of those hooks to the company that made Dead by Daylight, and they are still working through all of those hooks. They they scan each hook to put it into the game. They have to <laughs> scan it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so I actually, what you're talking about, we did that a shitload here. So, like, this Boston trip was probably, like, the coolest of the trips. It's like, oh, let's go to Boston, right? But, like, I literally currently live about two or three miles from Hancock Shaker Village. It is literally a shaker village where people go and there's animal farms and people are churning butter and shit like that. So like, Right, and they sell we, this as like a thing for kids, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, families go there all the time. They usually have like some folk music going on. You can go watch a concert uh, and whatnot. And, uh, and Mike in chat asks, uh, he says he came in late. Um but he wants to go to Salem. How far away from that is – how far is that from Shawnee? Um, that is – that's about in uh, 45 minutes north of Boston. So it's still going to be like two and a half hours from me. Actually, a couple of years ago, you remember when they had the super blood moon? This is like 2016. I was in Salem and coming back from Salem, we just chased the blood moon all the way back. It was really fucking cool. Were you blasting Slayer the whole time? No. God damn it, Sean. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. I was not alone and I guarantee you that uh, my friend, she definitely would not Not have have appreciated that. Not even just like a little as like a tribute like oh man come on it's no. blood moon we gotta play like a slayer song all right I get it. unless there's like slayer in like a theater like a theater show i highly doubt we were listening to that <laughs> metallica did s and m you ever heard that no not at Where all they, they do all of their uh big hits but they have a, a full orchestra playing and backing them up too no it's dude pretty... i gotta watch that yeah, they, or they listen to that. One. 
It's pretty kick-ass, man. For that sounds. I mean, it's so over the top, but of course it is because it's Metallica with it's a fucking Metallica. orchestra. Like, <laughs> it's pretty fucking epic, man. I'm shocked you've never heard of it. It's pretty kick-ass. Yeah. I gotta admit, I got a little bit of a boner talking about it right now because it's. That- <laughs> do, do you want to take a brief break and listen to some of that and come back, or you go? No, no but I will force <laughs> it down your throat at some point. I'm sure. Oh. Okay. I hope you're not talking about your boner. <laughs> Anyways, Mike, that <laughs> Salem is awesome, but it is super touristy. It is really cool to check out uh, the city. Um, it has pretty much everything that you would expect, but it is always like super busy. I mean, a- as you would imagine, everybody wants to go to Salem. Is so... it always super busy with a lot of slightly overweight pale goth chicks? <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's 80% of the people that dude, go to Salem, Massachusetts. Dude, once like the middle of September hits and right. like the beginning it's of November, that's just that's blanketed. Yeah. Like don't even go during that time. Go like during like the summer or like mid-November when it's cooler. I, I was just thinking I'd, I'd be kind of kick-ass to go to Salem for Halloween, but then also I'm sure it's Welcome. just so oh, like <laughs> join the crowd. <laughs> I'm sure it's not as bad as New York on New Year's Eve, which I don't understand why anybody would ever do that in the history of living. Yeah. Suffer through that, but people do it every year. It makes no sense because honestly, like living so close to there, I have never once considered it because it's, you see it on TV. Like if you're going to see the ball job, there is not a chance in hell you're going to be anywhere close to even, like, three blocks from there. And, like, don't even think about getting into, like, one of those hotels on at Times Square. That shit's running you top fucking dollar. Like, unaffordable. It's insane. Dude, how much do you think that room costs? On New Year's Eve? Yeah. E- easily two grand. I was thinking, like, two, two, three. Like, yeah, yeah. somewhere in there for sure. There's, There's probably no places way. charging like twenty eight hundo, and and the thing that people don't even think about is if you don't have a place, there is nowhere for you to go to go pee. Like like you're kind of boned. Like all of the places, all of those bars, those bars are packed, you and are they not don't let in. those people in. From what I've heard, like exactly. a lot of people wear fucking diapers. Yep. Which, dude, I don't care that much about anything. Yeah. Nope. To, to wear diapers? Yeah. That's fucking insane, dude. Like I've known two separate people who like camped out in a tent outside for game consoles. Like <laughs> are the two of them people in this chat right now? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. They might be. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I have never done that. Uh I hung out I didn't. I didn't camp. I hung out overnight for like a midnight thing, but it got pushed back to like two a.m. for the play PS2 launch. Yeah. Okay. But that was Man. also I was in high school. And J- just hearing about that just like really makes it dawn on me. It, it's weird to think that like the two of us are so similar in ages, but thinking back to like the PS2 launch and being like, "Oh fuck, you were old enough to do that." Yeah. Not that, <laughs> like back I think then, it was like. 14 and uh it was cool because i had to beg my mom to let me go hang out with my buddies 
Oh but my god. It was so stupid. Like, Dude, not, I was wearing a uh, Dale Earnhardt shirt. Right? Why? <laughs> what what were you guys into NASCAR? Was that a thing? Yeah, my whole family, dude. Yeah. Like, like my dad. So, like, my mom and my stepdad, like, we would watch NASCAR every weekend. And even my dad. Like, if I was at his house, we'd watch NASCAR. With my dad, we'd travel down to North Carolina, Charlotte, to go, go to, to Charlotte. Coca-Cola. Hey, fuck you. Uh, oh. we'd, go to, <laughs> we'd go to Charlotte for the Coca-Cola 600 every May. Like, Memorial Day weekend. It's coming up this weekend if it's, if it's running. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that was just like a really big thing. And like looking back, it's kind of weird, <laughs> but it was so much fun because we would go and like half the fun is just fucking camping out and having a, you know, grilling all day on Saturday and hanging out and just like tailgating. And then on Sunday, go to the, go to the race. It was a ton of fun. That's awesome. It, you got to go. Yeah. Yeah, we've got a couple of tracks around here, like Loudon, New Hampshire is relatively close. Uh, Watkins Glen is about three-ish I've hours away from one. here. Okay. Yeah, that's that's like the street one that has uh, not just left-hand turns. It has both both turns. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but then, uh, again, going down to uh, Charlotte uh, Charlotte for the Coca-Cola. I was talking, talking to Mandy about this tonight. This is funny because uh, growing up, uh, in Indiana, it was always the Indianapolis 500. That's the big race there. And uh, we had to go meet up at my grandparents' house in Indy. And, like, my aunts and my uncles and, like, all the cousins, everybody would meet there. And all the adults got to go to the race. And the kids all had to stay back and hang out with the grandparents. Yo, that's bullshit. I know. We I never got to go to the fucking Indy 500 as a kid. In all honesty, it probably would have sucked because we would have complained. Like, I would have went. Yeah. Right now, I would still go. <laughs> well, yeah, I would go now, for sure. <laughs> um, man. I don't know, man. If you've never been to a race, even as a kid, I think you would have had a good time, dude. Yeah, everybody rags on, like, oh, they're just driving in circles. Man, if you have, like, one driver that you're remotely interested in, you're just doing this for <laughs> 500 laps and just watching that one car creep up. And then, like, a crash happens. You lose your fucking shit. And, like, when you're, <laughs> when you're at one of those, dude, you can rent, like, these headsets. Or you can bring your own headset with a radio, and you can listen to pit crews talking to the drivers. Really? And you listen, yeah, and you listen to the drivers talking back to the pit crews. So you'd, like, tune that bad boy to be, like, whatever your favorite driver is and just listen to their communication the whole race. And it's really fucking cool, man. And I sound like sweet. such a goddamn dork right now. <laughs> And I haven't watched a NASCAR race in 15 fucking years, but <laughs> it was well, so cool. There's this uh, this car channel on YouTube that I follow because we talk about streaming and everything. And like one of uh, – I fucking watch so much shit on YouTube. But yeah, this, this channel they were talking about, uh, for some reason, they were doing a thing on like all the changes that are coming to like the NASCAR cars in this newest season. And it actually seemed kind of fucking interesting to the point that I think I might like watch a little bit and see what's going on with it. What are they changing? I, the, I didn't hear any of this. So they're changing like the car's like aerodynamic flow to where it uh, it doesn't throw <laughs> off so much dirty air. So it kind of incentivizes like more of a there's Strapping. better more overtaking can happen too. like it's not so 
violent on the sides anymore. It's more I hate of an that over. I know exactly what you're talking about. So that's that's supposed to be a really big one that's coming, uh, and just like the whole car, I guess, is getting completely overhauled. It's a it's like a complete new car change for. So it's supposed to be a lot more modular, so that like they can make changes a lot easier on the fly. Like that's depending fucking on, cool. Depending on what's happening, like they can just sort of throw on like a different rear axle or a different drivetrain, and it's just like sort of almost plug and play. They've like really been working on it for a while, so it seems to be really cool. Like they can do a lot of things, and I want to at least check it out. That's freaking awesome, and I can only imagine that you can like take your uh your schematic and just like i don't know optimize it from track to track i i think that's really awesome and folks you heard it here first like just wait until on sundays you're getting a live recap of every nascar race that's what what experience grand's moving to nascar commentary Full you know time, how many baby. people would actually listen to that? I don't know. We should maybe do that. Like, we should do a live stream some Sunday while we both watch a race. <laughs> just as a parody. Or for real. Yeah, just check it out. I mean, fuck it. it. We'll see what happens. I don't know. <laughs> that might be something fun. Wait, if, both... Bovine Bear, uh, Matt, says the number is going to be on the fender and the main sponsor will be on the door. Is yeah. that is that true? Is that something that's I, happening? I think he's fucking around. Oh, well, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Join our Twitch chat where I verbally abuse you. Yeah. After he falls for your obvious bait. <laughs> okay. After what you just said, that sounds like something that would be completely plausible. I, what, my what should actually be true? And I am being the asshole now. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. I'm trying to think of anything else. Not... Uh, actually, I, do th- I think they moved the driver in more than the center, too, to make it even, like, safer. That's got to be so such a hard um, thing to overcome in terms of, like, as that driver who's been driving for 20 years. That's crazy. Okay. He said that he read yeah. it on, an e- on ESPN a few weeks ago. So you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I totally am. But uh, I take full credit for being an asshole. I, uh, I admit full, uh, full guilt on that one for sure. Uh, Thank you for so, so much for stopping by, Mike. Uh, we really appreciate it. I do have to say, much like WrestleMania, it is an absolute nightmare to get out of a NASCAR race. There is mm. literally thousands and thousands of cars. Honestly, we'd get out of the race and then just go back to the car and take a nap until like 3 in the morning. And then That's next fucking... thing you know, you get in the car and you're good. You're good to go. <laughs> it's always, I guess that's the big side of I'm getting older is that like, I'm less drawn to going to things where I know there's going to be a massive crowd leaving and dealing with people. And I just yeah. don't want to fucking deal with that at all anymore. Yeah. Dude, I 100% get that. I don't know if you've heard the story, but when uh, I met up with Mike and Zeus and Mitch was there and uh, a couple of Mike's brothers and we went to WrestleMania a couple years ago. And dude, WrestleMania ended close to like midnight we didn't even get to the car until like 2 33 in the morning like to the car yeah like it, it was insane because there are shuttles running to like parking lots and back and forth and like they fucking fumbled all of that so like that is probably one of the worst experiences ever dude yeah, when i went new york i i uh i drove four hours to chicago to see metallica <laughs> uh and then like 
Of course, it's fight. It's at uh, Soldier Field, and it's super packed. And uh, when you go to park, they have parking. They're like event parking up here, event parking over here, and you pull into where you can't back out. And that's when you see event parking fifty bucks. You're like, fuck, man. <sighs> so they get you. Yeah. And then hey, you're in here. And then, like, trying to fucking find your way back, like, at the end of that show, with just tons of smelly, sweaty... I mean, yeah, same with the wrestling crowd. Yeah. It's it's the same crews, and they all Pro- smell. Probably even worse with, like, Metallica, like a Metallica show, because people are probably fucking dancing, grinding, just covered in smelly shit. This is like a cold April <laughs> evening. And so it wasn't that bad. It was just like... God damn, you bunch of marks. I have to imagine, like, a wrestling show, it's a lot more equalized adult-to-kid ratio. Depending on the company, yeah. Yeah. Whereas, like, a Metallica show is full-on, like, that's a lot of adults and a lot of people getting real hammered on $9 beers. Yeah. Mania was a lot of... uh, It was probably more so kids than adults, I guess. Actually, it was probably like 50-50, whereas like a regular WWE show is like more kids and stuff because that's like the family thing. Mm -hmm. Whereas when we went to AEW, I don't think. When we went there into Chicago for All Out, it it was like mainly adults. And when I went in Boston, it was like all people my age or older, you know? Mm. Or like teen to my age, whatever. Not dating myself. <laughs> teen to my age, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it is weird when you when you do go to shit like that, um, or just if you like a band that's popular with also a lot of the younger kids, uh, and then you go to the show and then you you're like, oh, this or, is fucking weird. Or a band that was popular when you were younger. So I went to see. Okay, I've been on a huge Fallout Boy kick again recently. I fucking love Fallout Boy, especially like their old shit. I went to see Fallout Boy a couple of years ago, right after that new album with like that one with the fire and the phoenix and whatever. I'm on fire. Yeah, yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Right when that album dropped, I went to see them at SPAC, uh, Saratoga Performing Arts Center, which is an outdoor venue. And I went there with a friend, and we're super hype. And we get there, and we are the oldest people by, like, 10 fucking years. <laughs> Minimum. Like, yeah. we, we crash yep. the gates right up to the front, and we just look around, and we're just surrounded by, like, 12, 13, 14-year-olds, right? And all they played was their old shit and nobody knew any of the songs and we were just like yeah and all the kids are just like what is this (laughs) (laughs) it was it was pretty good it it felt really good to to just dominate those children with oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) how about just being a bunch of fake fans you don't even know their good stuff get in it you you still are old man enough to shake your fist at the kids in the crowd. Yeah. You know, kids. like this, pumping a fist while going, yeah. Woo, <laughs> 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 well, we love it. Damn you, children. Yeah, <laughs> woo. That was I definitely was visual. S- so hop into Twitch chat next time, next time, guys, to see how that looks. I was also going to say, say you don't have to uh, explain it to me, buddy. I've seen Fall Out Boy, I think, three times in concert. So. Fuck yeah, dude. Don't dude, worry. that was... That was so awesome, man. At this venue, like they just went up the aisles, like and just were playing individual instruments, just walking through the crowd. Nice. It was so 
fucking cool. This shit was lit, bro. It, it was pretty awesome. I miss music so much. I miss hey, traveling and I it's, miss music. It's coming back. Traveling. Uh, yeah. That is a that is a thing that's coming back. Yeah. Uh, like when you travel, Sean. Have you ever been anywhere with like deep water? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. How yeah. how that how that do for you? It really depends. Yeah. <laughs> if if I'm on the water or not. So you've been where I live. I'm actually surrounded by a shitload of water and a shitload of deep water. So I don't have to travel very far to have that. Now, needless to say, I do travel a lot of places that have water, but I will tell you, as somebody who likes being outside in the summer and going to the water, it stresses the fuck out of me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think we both probably have a smidge touch of a thing called facilophobia. Didn't know that was a thing. Uh-huh. That's the fear of uh, deep, open water. Okay. That's so, fair. So uh, I definitely I have a lot of that. I, it's crazy because I used to fucking work at sea, bro. I would work out in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> I'm anxiety ridden just thinking about it. I I never had the problem on the boat. The second I'm in the fucking water is when I am. That heart rate is immediately. I hate swimming in lakes, dude. Like fuck a lake. Yep. Fuck it. I live around a lot of quarries where like people do like uh, like cliff jumping and stuff like that yep. because it's like flooded quarries and shit like that. So pulling back the curtain real quick, we're talking about this movie called Crawl. Came out like two years ago. You may have heard about it. Alligator shit like that. You remember the scene later in the movie where she's in the kitchen and she like falls into the water and like panics to get out really quick? Yep. And it's okay. So being up on a cliff, looking down at the water, fine, cool. I'm awesome. Going to jump. As soon as I hit the water, I am like her, like, gotta get out. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, so I've had a similar situation and it's related to alligators, but only because of my own stupid yeah. head. So, uh, growing up as a poor kid. Uh, a lot of times you go to a lake instead of the ocean, especially when you lived in a landlocked state like Indiana. Uh, <laughs> so for some reason, I was at a lake with one of my other poor friends and it had <laughs> this dock thing out in the water that had like diving boards attached to it. So you could like go out and dive off of those. Oh, a floating one? Yeah. 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 And we're like, cool, yeah. let's go out there. And then, like, swimming out there, and it's a lot farther out than you think. And it's this gross brown water where you can't see anything. And I remember getting just out there to it and getting on the raft and then being like, oh, shit, I got to jump back in the water. And I had just seen the movie Lake Placid. Have you ever seen that movie? Yep. Yeah. With Betty White? Fuck uh -huh. her. And this giant fucking alligator. So I was creeped out of my mind that, like, as soon as I jumped in the water, there was going to be an alligator in there. Oh, and I, I remember, fuck. like, popping up and also, like, swimming as fast <laughs> as I could. And then I was done. I never got back in the water, like, that day. It's like, that's it. Dude, I swear, the two of us should have tried out for, like, the swim team or something. With So, kind of like you. So, I do live two and a half hours away from the ocean. That's Boston, you know? I'm more inland. We also did have, growing up, we had this cabin up on Long Lake in, in Maine. And so that was right. We had a dock. We had boat. We had a motorboat and stuff. 
definitely didn't grow up <laughs> feeling anything other than a poor kid, other than the summer <laughs> when you get there and you're like, oh, this is fucking cool. And looking nice. back, I'm like, wow, I was so privileged to have this experience. But walking from there, like my brother and sister and I would walk to the to the uh, to the beach on the lake, which also you know it had buoys and stuff like that, and it had one of those things floating off of this uh, this whole dock that housed a whole bunch of other people's boats, right? And so you would jump off of that dock and swim to this floating dock that was probably about probably about ah. 35, 40 feet away. And dude, I. Like, you can't, when you're a little kid, you can't be a little bitch about that. No. And so, like, and so I'd jump off the dock and just swim as fast as I fucking could. And about halfway through, the water turns from, you know, you see, like, the nice tan sand underneath you to it gets murky. It turns green from all the seaweed. It's not really seaweed because it's not the ocean, but, like, whatever's on the bottom there. Yeah. To, like, you can't see shit. And you get up on that thing. And then, as a kid who hates water that you can't see the bottom... You're just like, fuck, I'm stuck here for the rest of the day. So you think you're being cool. You're like jumping, doing cannonballs, and then swimming as fast as you can to get back onto that floating <laughs> dock, right? Which is fucking ridiculous. And then, of course, you get back to the cabin, and we have our own dock with our own boat that has uh, like a ladder to climb back up onto it. So we'd like be really cool, try to like stand on the ladder and jump off of that. So you jump off of that. And as soon as you hit the water, try to spin around into the water as fast as you can and swim back as fast as you can. Just, I always remember those little fucking kid leg <laughs> kicking. Like, just, you just move them so fast because you don't want to touch anything. Uh -huh. And then, heaven forbid, if like that little bit of seaweed just glances <laughs> on it. Oh my God. Dude, my this did not get any easier when this one year when we were out in the rowboat and we we're fishing in the middle of the lake, right? And I don't know if anybody listening has ever had the problem of dropping like an older rod into the water. You can't really reel it in, like it, like something fucked up. Once I dropped it in the water, it had to dry out, mm -hmm. and so we had to kind of just leave it in the water overnight. And I woke up the next this, the next morning, and there's a picture somewhere. It's in my apartment somewhere of me standing next to my stepdad with this look of like, Oh fuck. And there's this eel like three and a half feet long, just like dangling on the hook next to me because it, it bit the hook like in oh, the middle of the night. Out. Yeah. Yeah. It, and so from that point forward, I'm like, I can't go in that water. Yep. Like, I was I'm just about to say that that's in the water, bro. Yeah. I'm never going in that water ever again. <laughs> I was like eight or nine years old. Uh-uh. Done. Done, ski, bro. What I'm trying to say here is that you and I would both die if we were in the crawl situation. <laughs> oh, a thousand percent. And it wouldn't even be from an alligator. No. I'd have would, a goddamn heart attack. I would flip out, dude. Uh, <laughs> buddy, let's talk about this movie. What do you say? Yes. Yeah, let's let's this movie got a lot of really great reception. I, I looked into it like right before I hopped on here. I know I uh, I, I stepped on some uh, some some KP Bros uh, toes by looking at the Rotten Tomatoes last week, and I gotta say the Rotten Tomatoes is is looking great for this movie, and well, I this... did not know that going into this. <laughs> uh, this has the. Uh... The added benefit that you can attach the name of uh, and Sam Raimi to it. He's a he's a producer of this, so I did not know that. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Holy crap! Oh, and there it is. He's one of the producers, and 
Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I was going to say writer, but he wasn't. <laughs> and for what it's worth, because these things always carry their weight in gold, uh, Quentin Tarantino said it was his favorite movie of 2019. Are you serious? So. This was also, this was in theaters at the same time that I watched Midsummer. This was at the same time Midsummer was out? Yeah. Wow, that puts some things into perspective. Isn't that crazy? I remember going to see Midsummer and seeing Crawl being advertised and being like, that movie looks like dog shit. And then it was a couple months later that I rented this at home and watched it and was just like, not what I expected. <laughs> and then I watched it again yesterday for this. And I was just like, that was way better than I expected again. <laughs> which, this is wild to me. So let's, which one had you more on edge, you feel? Crawl or Midsummer? Uh, This one, but for very different reasons. Yeah, right? Yeah. This one is... It's much more in line with like your typical jump scary, and also it's it's also got the monster movie aspect because it is yeah a fucking monster. It's a goddamn alligator. It's a few of them. This one had me unnerved in the fact that it, like I was constantly ho- holding my breath because mm-hmm. it's just like it for me it was less jump scary and more the fact that like shit this could like happen. This could happen. Like there are some things in this that are just like outside the realm of just like this doesn't make a ton of sense. But especially when it gets to the point with the levee breaking and all of a sudden the water (laughs) is above the houses and it's like, all right, this is pretty fucking insane. But like to me, Florida's kind of like, well, this is Georgia, I think. No, I think it's it's definitely Florida. Florida? Yeah, because she swims. If you notice. A uh, little little fun fact there. She swims for the Florida Gators. Good call. So, I did not pick up on that. Yeah, she's on the Gators swim team. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> so Florida, to me, is still like one of those mysterious beasts of just like, you got Florida, man. You got a bunch of crazy people, and you got alligators. Like, anything can fucking happen. So watching this, it's just like, oh, dude, it, it, it was just, it was freaky. It was freaky watching it. That's that's why it, uh, I think, unnerved me more than uh, Midsummer. I was going to ask you, have you ever seen an alligator in... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen one in the wild? Mm-hmm. Yeah? My, my mom lives in Florida. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, my grandparents did, too, after they yeah. moved from Indy. And uh, I remember driving their golf cart around their retirement community and seeing gators in, like, all the ponds. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Uh, it's crazy. It's so weird. Uh, I know a listener, Zeus, uh, will know this because he goes to Tampa quite often. My my ma lives between like um, Tampa and uh, Clearwater, and there's this place called Homosasa, I believe is the name of it. But like by where she lives, there's this like grill place in the middle of nowhere. There's like no cell service at all. And you sit out like on this patio over this like swamp bay bayou kind of thing. And there's just like these freaking stork looking motherfuckers that are like four feet tall. Uh-huh. And and you're just like sitting out on this uh on this deck over this bayou and just looking into water and just like seeing like just alligators just swimming along. 
and you're just sitting there eating deep fried alligator. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's right, motherfucker. Still top of the food chain as long as I don't fall in that creepy water that I would immediately swim really fast to get out of. Yeah, I was sitting there thinking to myself, yeah, apex predator. <laughs> So, That's from the movie. Spoilers. Yeah, I was going to say, Sean, wh- break that down. Why is that relevant from the movie? To, so, what's what's happening here? So Haley is this girl that I actually really enjoy her character because I am – I love people who are inherently very strong people, very independent people, and she just strikes that for me – like – she reads that kind of character to me. So I automatically love her character. Whereas her sister, which her name is really escaping me at this moment, um, is not. She's like that I sister. Say Beth? Is it it Beth? is Beth. Do you have it pulled up? No. Because <laughs> I was trying to find it. But it is Beth. Oh, it is Beth. I was totally right, though. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like that sister that's just like super needy, needs to get, you know, just like, hey, can you go check on this? I, I haven't heard, blah, blah, blah. Whereas Haley's just like, I don't know. I haven't heard from dad in like three weeks. All right. So anyways, the movie starts with her during the, sp- the swim meet, which you get snippets of like her dad was like her coach and telling her that, you know, you didn't win this time, but remember, you are the apex predator. You are the fastest one out there. And that just gives her inspiration through that, get through childhood, overcome all these obstacles, and later in the movie, overcome some fucking alligators, man. <laughs> That's one hell of an obstacle. Yeah. So yeah. it's uh, it's obviously implied that she and her dad are having some issues, and we can come to understand that, oh, I'm sure there's probably some family issues going on here, but... Haley's decided that she's got to go check on dad because he went to the old house because obviously mom and dad have split up, right? Yeah. A little Which generic. I thought that great. Was, I thought that was kind of a cool story too. Like, hey, we only stayed together for you guys. And once you were gone, yeah. like there was nothing it's, for us. It's a story old as time. Yeah. It's, it works because it's based in, again, a lot of reality here. Like it's yeah. not a fantastical setting. We're not dealing with, you know – Womp rats and nailing them in our T-18s like a young Luke Skywalker. <laughs> this is Florida, yeah. right? And uh, so she's going down. Uh, she is right. Like, they are living in the swamp. We come across uh, her sister's old boyfriend, who is, of course, a local sheriff's deputy. Wayne. Wait, is that his name? Wayne. What a knob. Wayne. What a yeah. knob. <laughs> Of course, as soon as you say sheriff, a, a siren appears. Right. Oh, it's, it's man. It's the blessing. I wrote the time down. Uh, I, I, I've already made a mental note. I'll add okay. these. So, uh, so, yeah, so, so Sheriff Boy is, is giving me some weird vibes here. And, uh, but he won't let Haley go to the house. It's too dangerous, he says. Huge Category 5 hurricane coming in. And, uh, what does she say? She goes, all right, well, I, I guess I won't go then. <laughs> fuck the police. And he, fuck, fuck the police. <laughs> and then he says, say hi to Beth for me. Yeah. Like, in the, in the creepiest thing, like, there's a Category 5 fucking storm coming in. You're like, yeah, you. I'm sorry. I wish there was something I could do. Say hi to your sister for me. I used it's to like, bang your sister. Remember that? <laughs> when I first saw this, I thought he was trying to creep on her. 
And then he said that, I'm like, that's even sadder, man. <laughs> Still living that high school stuff, man. Shit, dude. But yeah, she uh, she takes the uh, the old side road. Yep. She's gonna go go rescue her dad. And we get we get there pretty quick, man. And then, uh, is the dog there? Or did she take the dog with her? The no, dog so was at she- the apartment. She goes to his condo, realizes right. he isn't there, realized that he was going through, like, all of these old photos. That's it. And so she kind of pieces it together, like, oh, he's probably feeling nostalgic, went back to the old house that's still in escrow, um, and takes the dog with her. I don't even remember what the name of that Sugar. Sugar was the dog's name. Yeah. This the goddamn that... dog gave me more stress than anything else in this fucking movie. <laughs> Did it really? Fuck yeah, man. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I'm one of the people that like, I do not want to see the animal die in a movie. The worst (laughs) things can happen to the people and to the dad. They sure the fuck do. And you know what? I didn't care at all. I didn't care at all. I was so on edge every time that dog was in even close to being hurt. Like, fuck that. So, you know when the dog... So, spoilers, they get to the old house. She finds the dad stuck in the crawlway down in the basement. He's been pretty severely injured. His leg is fucked up, and that was nasty. But while she's down... fracture. It was disgusting. Yeah. I will tell you something right now. That kind of shit really gets under my skin. It bothers me so much. (laughs) Like, I do not like looking at it. I almost didn't want to watch this movie again because I knew it was coming. Really? Yes. (laughs) Like, I really hate it, and I am so glad that I fell asleep for, like, four minutes yesterday watching this, because it's been a long week, and I fell asleep at the exact time that that happened. I woke up, I was like, frick yeah! Nice! But they're down there, and the dog is just, Sugar is at the top, looking down into, like, the staircase and just barking down, and the whole time I'm like, that dog's gonna die. Oh, man, I know it. I knew it, too. I was like, no, not Sugar. And Sugar doesn't die. Sugar does Spoiler not go alert. down swinging. Man, it was close there at the end. <laughs> and also, I thought like at a couple times when she's hanging over the uh, the cellar door, barking down there. Yeah, uh, I thought that it was going to be another just like jump scare. That's that's what I'm talking about. That scene where she's just barking down into the yeah. hole. I thought, I, dude, I even though I've seen this, I completely forgot, and I was just like, <laughs> the alligator's coming. I also, I liked, uh, there's an, a lot of nice little touches when she's going down those stairs. You can hear the, the slow rumble and the hiss of an alligator. And I was like, huh. I was like, is it already in there? And then what? <sighs> Sean, are you familiar with like the 20 minute mark in movies? Do you know what that is? Uh, explain it to me like I'm five. So essentially like the one of like the rules of movie making is that like no yeah, matter what. You got you got to have something happen at the twenty minute mark, yep. or else you're gonna lose him. Yep. And this goddamn alligator jumps out at twenty three fucking minutes on the dot. <laughs> so not including like the backstory swim meet stuff, like it's pretty much twenty minutes on the nose. This motherfucker bursts out, and we got a goddamn movie going. <laughs> and from that point forward, you are hanging on to your britches because it's a freaking roller coaster man roller coaster what's really awesome about this one and they do really well in one of my favorite shark movies too which is deep blue sea is that they put in there's two threats going on so there's 
you can't stay still. It's not you hunting the shark like in Jaws. It's you ha- you're against you have to move or you're going to drown or the same thing in this movie like they're underneath the crawl space of this house. They're trapped by alligators underneath it. And also there's a hurricane which is flooding the crawl space and making yeah. this water slowly rise. So they can't just sit here and wait it out. It's a really cool way to like keep the stress level up, the tension level up, and to show us a passage of time because we see the the water level increasing. So like the threat is real to us. It's fucking really good, really basic movie making. I really love how it forces the progression of the story. Like so like you were saying with Jaws, you I was while watching this yesterday, I was gonna message you and be like, man, I used to love Jaws. And I still love Jaws, but like for everything that Jaws does, and I think these are two completely different movies, I think that Crawl did it better. You think? <laughs> Just in terms of, for me, because they are, again, very different movies. You have yes. one that forces the progression along, whereas in Jaws, you have them, they need to, the force of progression is the, you know, stopping the loss of life. And getting you know, the, at, the tourist open back up. It, and Exactly. So it's two very different things. Mm-hmm. But this, for me, I felt like this, for me, was like watching this must have felt like how people watching Jaws felt back in like the 70s, you know? Like as us who are older and know, you know, new movies and quite frankly, like better looking movies and stuff like that. Like, I don't feel like that really had probably the same effect for us that it did for folks who watched this Jaws 30, 40 years ago. Whereas watching this, and of course, like I'm not going to be stressed about alligators eating me in a lake, but... Like, if I'm down in Florida, I'm not going in the water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going to avoid the, the the fresh water. Holy Jesus. Hey, listeners, I, I hope you're able to, like, follow that train of thought. Because, like, I, I definitely just truly had way more anxiety watching this than I ever have watching a Jaws movie. So, so Jaws doesn't keep you on edge. Is, right. So, which is true. Like, it, it's story and world and character building. With mm-hmm. bursts of horror and dread, whereas this sort of... That's a good point. That's why this movie keeps it a little more basic with the character building, because we don't need that. We're here to see giant fucking alligators in this basement, which, mm-hmm. again, at that 20-minute mark, we fucking get in spades, man. Uh, I get, if I was going to be honest, my one small complaint with this movie, kind of a small body count. There's only five people that die in this whole movie. And also that we see, uh, you know, that we it's see, got, true, true. It, it does have one of those like larger worldly kind of things where you just kind of know that th- there's other people that have died because of these things, you know, and you get a hint of that with the looters that are out on the boat trying to loot the, the gas station. I really so that, like that scene. That, that was a really good scene. And I really outside of leaving the boat there for them later, I think that that was probably used to show that it's not just this house, whereas if it just focused on this house, it could feel just more like an isolated thing, which mm-hmm. would have been ridiculous for, you know, it, that this is the only house being terrorized. It is, this is the area that they're roaming, and there's a shitload of them. It was, uh, I really like the the looter scene, also because it does give us a chance to increase the body count, and man, we get a big three rack real quick. Uh, oh, yeah. 
My favorite really scene is probably in the whole movie when the dude is distracted by the flashlight and in the hecticness of that and the storm raging, the his girlfriend is getting eaten in the boat right behind the boat? him. There's like an alligator and she's like screaming for help, but he can't hear her. And it's this really great little scene of her just getting like, she's terrified and she's like trying to kick it away and this alligator is not giving up. And then, you know, yeah. he gets fucking railed. And then we also get another great scene of the dude in the gas station when he looks up in the mirror and he sees the alligator swimming up behind him. All yeah. really great little touches. Like uh, when the dude gets sucked under, too, as he's running up to the window to tell him. He's like, get out of the water. Blah. He just disappears. Gone. God. Mwah. Really so great good. little little put together vignette there. Really well shot. And have you ever been in a hurricane, Kyle? I have not lived through one yet. We went through one, but uh, it wasn't too impactful by the time it made landfall. I live far enough inland that, like, hopefully a lot of them will lose most of their big steam by the time they get to me, so. So, funny enough, I was in Florida in, like, 2003. I don't remember the name of this hurricane, but we are at Daytona Beach, and we got rocked by a hurricane. We were, like... 16 stories up in this hotel Oof. it was it was scary as fuck and it was one of those hotels where to uh even get to the alligator or, or not the alligator but the elevator <laughs> yeah. to get to to get to the alligator <laughs> so to get to like the elevator stairs it's literally you go out of your room and it's just a walkway with a railing so it is outside weird so wow. you go out and you've got to walk along this railing to go cut inward and go down the stairs or take the elevator. And it was freaky as fuck because you would leave and you'd have to like lean forward. But they did such a good job in that scene with the looters where like she's screaming and you can't hear anything, mm-hmm. dude. And it was just like for a movie that is about a hurricane, they did so many things so awesome in this movie in terms of just the the portrayal of the torrential downpour, the wind, the noise, the not being able to hear jack shit when it's outside and then cutting back into the basement where it's much quieter and you have this more personal interaction be- between two people. Oh, dude, it was just so awesome. So awesome. The uh, the fucking anytime she was like in the water and she would see the alligators also swim. Man, it was god damn it. I also get that flipped out when you watch like a nature documentary and they're like diving with alligators or when they uh, dive with sharks, like all that shit. I can't take it. <laughs> and her swimming, I really like the touch that she's barefoot through the whole movie too. That's a real John McClane move. Yep, and that's yeah. badass. That was awesome. <laughs> that was one of those. She really struck. She strikes you as one of those people that like she's like she gets to a point. It's water out. She's like, fuck it. Don't need shoes. I'm cool. It was, it, was, it was just badass. It was one of the things I saw in IMDb, which number one, I did read the trivia for this. And there's like 23 trivia notes. 13 of them are about the fucking dog. Are you serious? Yeah, somebody just entered all these fucking weird facts about the dog and its training. And that's 13 (laughs) of the 23 facts about the movie Crawl. But uh, one of the other ones I read is that she was wearing the flip-flops and uh, she was like, every girl that's ever worn flip-flops who's seen this movie identifies with the fact that when you step in mud or poop in them, you just take the flip-flops off. So... 
that's why she does it that way and she keeps him off. And it, it does add another element of the tension to the whole thing because she's barefoot too. It's, mm-hmm. and she even walks through broken glass at one point. Yeah. When they come through the, when, uh, the window breaks, yep, a hundred percent. And it really, even in water, and it's just like you're swimming around. There's that. There's a sense of vulnerability to just having unprotected feet. Especially like in a pool. No, but when you're in the water like that with all that yes. debris. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. <laughs> Folks, I wish you could see Kyle's face right now. He's like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Give no, me no, some no, fucking no. old Converse Chuck Taylors that have like. <laughs> canvas and a thick rubber sole that i can kick things away with like <laughs> i ain't doing this barefoot jeez especially with the way that people in this movie are just getting i wouldn't say nonchalantly but almost nonchalantly just getting like mauled by alligators <laughs> there are a lot of like, casual maulings like fuck man like when she gets her whole when she grabs the gun from the dead cop when she yeah. finds like the alligator nest there which, and it bites okay, her yeah. So that that was kind of weird, unless that was like that's where alligators had been like nesting for a while. Like this this hurricane's only been going on for like a day, two days. Like how is there a nest? Nevertheless, like it had to have been there before. But she finds the gun and the alligator just bites her arm. She's like, ha, 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 ha. that was gross, man. <laughs> <laughs> The way then she it gets fucking... even worse when freaking oh, what's his name gets his arm just absolutely brutalized. Dude, in, the in dad... another scene where I was just like, "No!" I did not see that fucking coming. I kind of should have because it they Ugh. they did the bait and switch with the dog. Yes, it, it was right there. It was chasing the dog, but you don't see it. But you know it's fucking chasing that goddamn you know dog. It's there, man. And he turns around, man, and it just chomps on that arm. And dude. Dude, it snaps it in half. Arm off. Yeah. Like before it even eats the arm, the arm snaps and you just see yeah. the bone rip out and you're like, oh, dude, that was not cool, man. <laughs> not only did that dude lose his arm, there's a really good chance that he lost that leg too. Because you know 100%. what fucking happens when hurricanes happen and they flood all that shit? Septics. It a, yeah. The septics, the sewer lines, it's all. Yeah. It's yes. just raw sewage. That thing is so fucking infected. And I'm sorry, that belt that you freaking tied around your leg to hold that leg together that you then tried to like, dude, every time dude. he took a step, I wanted to freaking punch myself in the face having to watch yeah. this. There's no way like, he was no! putting weight on that with a compound fracture. There's no oh. fucking way that was happening. But I'm having a hard time even thinking yeah. about this. M- movie logic, we'll, we'll get through it because we have to. Uh, it was also weird, like, alright, so there was the fucking alligator that's obviously big enough to shatter the basement stairs, right? Yeah. So I thought this was gonna be, like, a big, bad, sort of, almost, leader alligator situation, but you don't ever see that one again, really, after it breaks the staircase. It's not a returning threat, which I also thought would happen with the alligator that she stabbed in the eye. I thought it would come back and, like, we would be like, oh, shit. That's the one-eyed alligator. But again, it was, it was just weird I, that they... Nothing happened with those. I, I'm kind of glad that it didn't. Yeah. Because, because it felt more natural. It didn't feel like one of these revenge tales where, like, one of these gr- great white sharks gets shot and he haunts these guys for, like, <laughs> six years, you know? Whereas this is just one of those... 
these are primal beings. It got stabbed. It's like, fuck this. I'm out of here. And all of these other alligators were coming. It like to me that lended more to the fear of this because it's just like these are just animals. These are animals that are like they can they hear this struggle and they're like, I'm going to go eat. I really appreciated the uh, the attention with the reflective red eyes. They use that to really nice effect a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, and just a lot of times, man, there are some really good scares. Like when you thought that there was only one alligator and then the second one shows up and like the lightning flash and it's right next to her. And that one, that's when Freak. she gets mauled. And we're like, yep. holy fuck, man. She gets mauled yep. twice in this movie. Yep. Second time is also pretty badass. Yeah. Uh, wait, which which was the second time? That's not the uh, one with the, sec- the arm. It's, no, so I guess there is the third time because there's when the house gets flooded, yep. she's fucking get she gets bit by one and it's doing the death roll to her and she has to grab the flare and she's oh and she stabs it into him. Oh, that yeah, was so to make, cool. That I really did like that scene because it. It did use like a real thing that alligators do, and it was like fucking spinning her around and just that trying to reach for the flare. Oh, such a really good stuff. I fucking like this movie a lot, dude. A lot more than I thought I was going to. It really made me wonder when I watched that part again. I was like, is that how an alligator would react? And dude, I've had really, really bad burns. And I sat there and I'm like, Fuck, man. I don't know about alligators, but that's exactly how I would react. <clears throat> like, you could almost hear that alligator scream underwater. <laughs> and she got it in, like, the soft underbelly, too. So. Yeah. And yeah. that's a fucking flare, man. That thing's got to be hot as shit. It's working Dude. underwater. Yeah. And that was such a cool visual, man. Yeah. Every time they lit one of those bad boys underwater, and you just kind of see almost, like, the bubble around it, and the bubbles just coming out, I was like, man, they... The way this movie is shot is so fascinating. So it's just like visually appealing, you know, really, for such a dark movie. They did a lot of cool shots of uh, of like bird's eye view of the, the giant alligators swimming around them in the water. Those were really good. From I above? The, yeah. When they were, yeah. Yeah, they were filming like down, straight down. Yeah. That was some cool shit. There was did, a, uh, go ahead. I did think it was funny when they did get into that boat. And, and of course, <laughs> you do have that, you know, that line, you know, you're the apex predator, you know, and she swims, she out swims the alligators, gets into the boat, comes back and somehow picks up dad and dad isn't eaten. And then they just get launched through the window to their own right? house again. <laughs> I was like, really? I know, man. <laughs> back that's-, here. that's the only point where I was just like. You couldn't have just ended up in a different house. I'm with you there. It's like, come on, fucking just get us out. Right. We couldn't but, move more than two feet. But even then, I thought that was really cool. I did like her finding like the police radio and trying to use that to radio in. I don't think it was very effective, but it Mm-mm. does. It doesn't tell you whether or not that directly leads to like the helicopters coming and searching, though. I do have a feeling it may have played a part. Because she's like, we're trapped, blah, blah, blah. But she couldn't make a direct. We didn't get confirmation whether or not they heard or not. That's a but good then, point. I never then, put that together till right now. But yeah. But the helicopter does come. So I did think that was pretty cool as uh, totally not Alex Winters. As the first time that I thought this. First time I saw this, I thought it was Alex Winter. The whole Through the time. dad? 
Yeah, until Man, I learned it was Barry Pepper. <laughs> that dude has got some fucking trauma to live through. Oh yeah, that dude is. Fucked. He went. He went through the ringer, man. Yeah. He's uh, he's not doing a lot anymore. He's gonna be depressed about a lot more than losing his wife. Let's say <laughs> that. Oh, in oh yeah, yep, yep. That dude has got <laughs> some shit to work with because even like his ex-wife is like on vacation with some dude. So yeah. like she's <laughs> happy, like... and this dude's lost an arm, lost a leg. Might repair his relationship with his daughters, but that's but about it. She still kind of hates him. He's never going to be able to swim again, and he's her coach. Never going to be able to sell that house. No. That's for sure. His condo's probably fucking ruined. All those photos <laughs> gone. This Pepper doesn't guy, even man. have a house. This poor fucking guy. Wait, oh. that's the name of the dog, right, Pepper? No, Sugar. Sugar. There's, sugar the, doesn't the even have a house. The actor is Barry Pepper. I know. It keeps, <laughs> it keeps fucking with me, man. Oh. <laughs> Sean, I think I picked last time, buddy. Do you have a, a rating scale that you could use for this? I think I Dude. might have one if you don't. Okay, so I, I've i been trying to sit while you were talking, trying to figure out if there was a difference between alligators and crocodiles in terms oh, of yeah. teeth. Oh, yeah. Well, well, I know there's teeth too? I was yeah. thinking teeth. I wanted to know how many – the difference between the teeth and alligator, alligators and crocodiles. But since I can't find a definitive thing – I will come up with so alligators, their teeth. I'm looking up the differences between the two because so you can tell the difference. Alligators are 14 feet, crocodiles about 17 feet. For teeth, alligators only show the top teeth. Yep. And crocodiles, five visible bottom teeth. Now, if I were to look at an alligator, I'm gonna look and see real quick. I see about 12 teeth right here. Kyle. That sounds, sounds fair. Yeah, Kyle, on, on a scale of uh 12 alligator teeth. <laughs> that are totally going to shatter some dude's leg and arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How many how many uh, alligator teeth you give in this movie, my dude? Well, number one, again, I love that you went alligator teeth because that's exactly what I thought of, too. Like, And last week you went with rings and that was going to be my scale? Yeah. It's goddamn it, buddy. It's almost uh, like we got chemistry here, man. On a scale of 12 alligator teeth, with 12 being the best, I'm going to give Crawl, I'm going to give it a solid 10 alligator teeth. Holy fuck. That's a good fucking score, man. It, this movie is a lot of fun. It's it's short enough to know what it is to get the goddamn job done. It's not making mo- a mountain out of a molehill here. It knows what it is. It's a little generic, but that's okay because we're here for the fucking alligators, which it gives us. This movie... Yeah. Gives you what you want, and it gives it to you in spades. So I I think it succeeds on all fronts of what it sets out to do. It's a fucking great movie. So, yeah. Awesome. Dude, that's pretty high, man. That's great. I'm glad you dug it, man, because I wasn't quite sure. Especially, like, gauging, trying to gauge, like, kind of what you're into. Like I said last week with Sonic, or whatever we did the week before. Like, uh... I, I'm not quite sure on how you'll feel about movies, so I'm pretty amped that you like this one. What about you, buddy? What uh, How many teeth would you give this one? Man, I think you really hit the nail on the head when you say it is rather generic, but I've got to say, like, even for a generic uh, animal monster, you know, flick, it may be generic, but it does it really well, and mm-hmm. it's shot really well. It always kept me on the edge of my seat. And honestly, when I watched it the first time I had 
not a lot of high hopes going into it. I, I just was just going to kill an afternoon. And I ended up walking away from that being like, man, I really wish I didn't watch that guy's arm break. And man, <laughs> other things. Oh, man, other things. Man. <laughs> that's, that's my new favorite expression. Oh, man, other things. Man, other things. And, <laughs> and Wayne got absolutely mauled. He did. He did. And, uh, dude, I, I'm going to, I'm right there with you. I, I don't want to go much above a 10, but I don't want to go below that. I think 10 is 10 out of 12 is a perfect standing for this movie. And folks, listening to this, this is free on Amazon Prime. Yep. Right now, if you haven't checked it out and you are in the mood for something that might get you into, uh, you know, give you that Jaws feeling of like a summer flick, a summer monster-ish, air quotes, you know, uh, open water uh, flick, give this a shot. It is a lot of fun. A lot of Speaking fun. of, uh, you know, summer flicks, sharks, jaws, all of that things of nature, uh, we're kind of big on tradition around here with Experience Grind, and you and I talking off uh, mic a while ago, uh, yeah. I, I kind of pitched the idea of a new, a new tradition here where there's a big thing in America called Shark Week. I think it takes place usually in the second week of August. Discovery Channel dedicates a whole week to sharks. Well, just so happens this is a weekly release show. And Sean and I, I think, are, uh, we're going to start doing a shark movie every shark week, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, I think I'm very be... excited for this one. If you like yeah. this movie, I'm very excited for you to see the one that we talked about. It's going to be it's going to be a good time and I I love the idea of just another new tradition. It's small, it's not a whole month or anything. It's just shark week, it's a shark movie. We'll, we'll see how far we get with it, but you know, we're here to have a good time. Absolutely. Until have we get mauled by alligators. Yo, fuck, man. <laughs> you gotta uh, up. I'm, I'm about to go to sleep, man. I know, right? I, I get up early. I'm going to have nightmares. Uh, until then, uh, I hope that you don't get mauled by alligators. And uh, if you do, you know, stick your arm down its throat with a gun and squeeze <laughs> till the trigger clicks. It's how you kill alligators, I guess. You'd think it'd be an easier way, but... That thing got an entire clip emptied into it yeah. before it even released her arm, man. I know, man. I know. It was a super gator. But... In oh, other uh, things. Until then, I'm Kyle. And I'm Sean. And you know, audience, uh... Go, go... fuck yourself. Yeah. Go, go do that. Uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye, everybody. Peace. Peace.